You're listening to the Matthew on Fire podcast with Crispy. Make sure you follow us at Matthew on Fire pod on Instagram and at Matthew podcast on Twitter. How you doing today? We're back. We're back. In action. In this very, very empty cave it's a, of wonders. It's actually not. You know, we're about to have the hottest weekend in how long? And this is the coolest it's been in here since we started recording these. Yeah. we I think That AC is kicking the frigidaire. We found the good way to keep the AC on and quiet and not die from the heat. The fan is on too. Very necessary this weekend, fan especially is circulating the uh, the cool it's, air. What's the heat index going to be tomorrow? Well, I don't know the numbers, but I know that real feels are over one hundred. Ten, huh. dude. It's like one fifteen tomorrow. The heat index. You're gonna die. You might and, as well just say that. And the there's another number that's important. Uh, the Her, humidity is pretty bad too. Just to give a point of reference, I mean, we're recording this on the nineteenth of July. Tomorrow is going to be the 20th of July, and it's projected to be probably the hottest day, and I think I saw in the local news this morning, because I'm a grandpa, and I watch the local news before I leave for work to see the traffic and the weather, and they're talking like hottest weekend in seven years. Yeah, um, that's what I hear, too, the uh, the news... Uh... I think the news just likes to. Scare I'm partial people. to CBS too. I think that's my favorite one. I watch CBS too the most. I my love picks. My mom watches NBC. I watch Fox because of the attractiveness of the news anchors. Um, you know, ooh, who Rosanna Scotto? Not gonna lie. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> anybody who watch anybody local news, you know who Rosanna Scotto is. Scotto. Jen Lommers is my favorite. Gotcha. Um. Good old Fox in the morning. She's at on at four to seven. For local, I'm definitely a CBS boy. CBS and Picks is a close second. WB um, Picks was what I grew up with. Um, both baseball teams over there. Both air. baseball teams. I um, I remember getting ready for school in the morning, like sixth, seventh, eighth grade, uh, watching Picks in the morning. And then I remember, I'll never forget. Uh, when cartoons were canceled while I was getting ready for uh, school. Um, well, the cartoons that I was watching, Pokemon, Dragon Ball Z, Sailor Moon, uh, they got canceled, and the morning news started. And I was like, no. What am I going to watch now? So I started watching the news, and that's... Uh... I definitely started watching, like, the 10 o'clock local news for no reason when I was like... <clears throat> 12 and i don't know why i just did because the thing with the local news is that well especially around here when you have a metropolis of 23 million people and it's like morbid curiosity it's not like choosing to be savage yo there's always some crazy shit that's happening somewhere in this region yeah Something totally insane that's happening and sad or dangerous or awful. Know, it's, it's crazy. It's like, yo, this happens every day, but I feel like it's pretty safe around here. Even though literally every day something wild happens. Well, I mean, I'm getting a phone call from a friend. Did I answer it? 
Um, probably not. I mean, you should be professional. Yeah, no, I'm not going to answer. I'm going to text them. But yeah, I definitely started watching the local news way too young. And I think that's why I got desensitized, you know, beyond just being like, obviously that, you know, 9-11 didn't do my generation any favors, but definitely local news, just watching awful stuff on the local news at 10 p.m. every night when you're like in middle school. That also doesn't do wonders for empathy, I don't think. No. Probably not. Not at all. <laughs> Unfortunate. The uh, it's totally self-inflicted, though. Wow, that could have been. Uh... But yeah, we got he. Th- yeah, I told him recording a podcast, and he's just like, "LOL," and I'm like, "No, you jerk." You know, I heard a comment the other day. Um, what was it? I mean, I overheard a comment like, uh, "Just because you have a voice," and. A laptop doesn't mean you need a podcast. And I was like, well, why the fuck not? <laughs> you know what? What We talk about the place we're from. Yeah. The sports teams we like. Yep. The weird shit we noticed growing up. Mm-hmm. Definitely. And, um, and, and like just and we, we touch on pop culture. Somebody's listening to us. Somebody is enjoying our banter. Whether it's one person or whether it's a million people, uh, you know, you just got to do what you want to do. And if you have, I was getting at that, like, if you have fun doing it, why not? I mean, this, this is not any sweat off of our backs, my back, your back. I mean, we come here, we chat it up. We're uh, literally just hanging out anyway. Just hanging out, doing this, doing that, (laughs) talking about our weeks, talking about what's going on in life, having these two cute dogs near us. And um, doing stuff. Yeah, and you know what? If you want to do the same thing, send us a link to your podcast and we'll listen to it. We swear we will. Because, you know, this is what the world is about. You want to share your thoughts, share information, um, and hopefully entertain somebody. And if we can entertain you, hopefully you can entertain us right back. Our podcast, the topic of our, the, our genre, our topic, this is what I'm going with. John Cena's Instagram account. <laughs> Just everything. It's whatever the hell you... Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Oh, you need a topic. Well, you know what? We also need, like, world peace and stuff and everybody to like <laughs> each other. So, you know what? While we have microphones and while we have a platform and an internet connection, before, like, the Russians bring down our whole internet infrastructure or something... We're going to keep making podcasts. We're going to keep doing it for all of our listeners, whether they're all family or not. (laughs) Oh, God. I don't care. I don't care, one person in France. Hello, people in France. One person and one bot in France. I I don't care, four and a half people in New Jersey. Four and a half. We got to have more than four people in New Jersey. I think I think we're doing what we want to do, and anybody who wants to listen will listen. Yeah, and and and, and we're gonna have good episodes. We're gonna have shitty, boring episodes. We're gonna have. But this is our life. Sometimes our life is good, and sometimes our life our life is shitty. It's an introspective into the lives of normal ass people from metropolitan North Jersey. Yeah, it's not meant. We're not here to. We're we're here to. Entertain the masses with our regular ass life. 
We are the normal people's podcast. We are the normal people using the internet every day for normal shit who are like, hey, let's talk into the mics and see what happens. These are a lot of fun to do. And I know, I mean, we're, we're using this platform to pontificate about the things we care about, quite frankly, because that's, that's number one. And do it because it's fun. And it's a good way to spend quality time with my favorite cousin. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Your favorite? Look at that. Not favorite, just closest. I mean, by default, de facto. De facto. Because we definitely hung out. Do you hang out with any one of your cousins more than me? You're right. And same, vice versa, dude. I actually don't see anybody else. You know, we had this. Isn't it wild how I'm the one who lives 22 miles away? And we hang out like more often than within a half of mile. Literally across the street. Within, yeah, (laughs) within a quarter of a mile, we have two aunts. uh, Literally below us right now. Multiple cousins. Um, Yeah, we don't we don't see any of them. Well, we do. It's not like we don't plan to see them that frequently. I guess. That's a good way. You're okay. You're my only cousin that I definitely plan to go hang out with. Well, yeah. on a regular basis. I mean, I always see um, our aunt from downstairs, you know, yeah. having a cigarette outside, or you know, I'll see our cousin that lives across the street every now when he's going from work or back. But that's it. It's just like a hello and goodbye. Hello, goodbye. See you later. You say yes. I say yes. You say no. I say no. That's a great song. Beautiful song. A lot of their songs are beautiful. We actually sang a lot of songs. uh, The Lads from Liverpool. On the last episode, we did sing a lot. The Lads from Liverpool, even though I'm pretty sure Paul McCartney's an Evertonian. Uh, That's... I'll come back. Gotta go deal with this heat. Gotta go fight the heat. Go drive up. Massachusetts. What are you to doing old in Boston? Uh, what are you doing in Massachusetts this weekend? I am visiting the venerable Fenway Park oh. for the first time in my life. And get this, it's not for a baseball game. It's to mm. see the Liverpool Football Club, which I'm really happy about because I've always wanted to go to Fenway, but you know, now I get to go to Fenway for the first time and I actually get to root for the home team because there will be a majority of Liverpool fans there. That's so, a, that sounds really cool though. I mean, uh, yeah, they'll do it right. Soccer in a baseball park. In it's a not, baseball park. Yeah, they make it work. You know, I in back in the day when football and baseball shared uh, stadiums, and the New York Football Giants, and they weren't really good to see either. I guess except football. Um, you know, I hated when multiple sports would play in one arena. I mean, it's except hockey and basketball is an exception. Of, of course. Yeah. That is the exception to the rule. Um, but more recently, in the past decade or so, as they've been doing the Winter Classic, um, seeing a hockey rink in the middle of a baseball field really looked cool. I, I'll definitely say that. Um, seeing us, uh, so, you know, in the recent college football bowls, uh, you know, football, college well, Yankee football Stadium, the pinstripe ball. Yankee Stadium, yeah, that kind of looks pretty cool. Looks a little out there. 
but I'm a fan. I think um I think I'm okay with it. I just don't like uh for the hockey aspect anyway that they don't put seats on the field. Yeah, that kind of drives me crazy. Too. But, you know, whatever. It's fine. Well, They're... you know what the issue with baseball stadiums is? Is that the first row is so low. For, I mean, you're literally sitting. On, if you're in the first row, you're on the field. So you couldn't, like, see the rink. I mean, if you built, like, temporary stands. Could you build risers for the rink itself, not for the seats? Like, uh, you know, if you're going to put the rink over second base, let's call it. Would you put it up, you know, three feet in the air, four feet in the air? And would you replace the uh, the side? What do you call the side things in hockey? The boards. The, the barriers, the boards. Would you replace the boards with fully transparent, um, you know, gla- uh, fiberglass so that, you know, like wrestling, for example. When, you mean like do, basically the boards are entirely plexiglass. The, the entire or like transparent, like fiber boards. Yeah. Hmm. And then just have a raised rink. I think that would just cost more money than Gary Bettman wants to spend. Regardless, that's how it's gonna <laughs> look cool. Um, yeah, I. You know what? Uh you know, I, I could. I, I'm not. Uh, I. I'm not a hockey player. I'm just a big hockey fan. But for some reason, you know what this reminds me of? This is kind of implying, like, imagine playing baseball without the batter's eye. I knew you were going to say Without a backdrop. Like because if the boards are clear and you could see through to the fans, then, like, how do you see? I feel like it'd be harder to see the puck coming at you. Well, how do like people a pass. play hockey uh, in the brick of winter in Canada on a pond? Where there's no boards anyway. Oh, you got me there. Mm. Well, I. Well, because you're. I feel like pond hockey, you're tend to playing, you're only taking a part of the pond to play. You're like marking out where your hockey field is. Sure. Your hockey rink. Okay. Hockey field. I just said that. You Lee. did say that. Oof. Um, I don't think that there's much. I don't know. I think it's just easier to have regular old whiteboards. Also, they've just always been. I, I, I feel like that's a standard to have whiteboards. I mean, now with ads all over them. Sure. Well, they actually there was a change around the, lo- the lockout when we lost all season. Oh, four, oh, five around that time. Even after I, the lockout, I think it changed. Hockey ads in the NHL used to be. Like they would just take entire vinyls. You would. I, I remember it like um, Prudential. You would see, uh, I don't remember the example. I'm pretty sure it was like hand-cooked tire or something. I don't think, whatever it was. Or um, like NJ Lottery or or whatever. But there would be dasher signs where it would be like the whole ad on the boards would be in a giant box, like in a green box. And I'm guessing not too long after that lost season, they made it a rule. It had to be made a rule because now this is standard across the NHL. Every single Dasher ad has a transparent background that's white and matches the board. Uh, so I companies see. will like customize even their ads to make sure it's always on a white background so they blend in more nicely with the boards. But like if you look at Canadian major juniors, for example, they still have ads where like a Budweiser ad that's just completely on a red background and they just stick a giant red sticker on the white boards and it's like a red rectangle. Mm. 
In the NHL, no, that wouldn't fly in the NHL. Yeah, I mean, sponsorship has just taken over. They're invading the pureness of the sport. I mean, I'm a soccer fan. I'm used to ads being on the jerseys. Doesn't bother me. Yeah, I, I don't know how far away we are from our four major sports getting that much well, advertising. Well, the NBA already does it. Really? They're the first ones. Uh, in the games, they have a little ad on... I don't know what you call it when you have no sleeves on a basketball jersey, but tank? like on tank yeah, tank. on your left tank, we we let's go with that. Mm-hmm. On your left tank, they have a small little ad right here. Interesting. And it's literally only like four inches wide. It only like yeah, they have strict ass rules on it. But in the NHL practice jerseys, they're allowed to have ads. Practice jerseys. Um, have practice ads. jerseys in the NHL, they have ads. The Devils, I think, right now are RWJ Barnabas. They have a little, on their practice jerseys, there's a little RWJ Barnabas health patch. That's pretty cool. And I mean, it makes sense because, and I, in the NFL, they do it now too. Uh, practice jerseys. And I think that's okay because now practices are open, so open to the media. Which is so beyond me and so weird. It's like fans can watch practice. Um, I went to a scrimmage last week to see the Devils uh, development camp. I guess that's kind of cool. That was a lot of fun, is it, actually. Is it, is it I saw Jack Hughes. Jack Hughes? Uh, it was it was five dollars, and it went to the Devils Foundation or whatever the one of their charity efforts. All oh, the proceeds okay. went to that. That's not bad. And they were only five dollars. And honestly, it was worth five dollars. Like it was a lot of fun. Yeah, it was a lot of fun to see. I had no problem, and it was five dollars to park in the garage attached to the arena. Oh, when whenever they have an event like that, like an open practice or something like that. They'll open up the VIP parking garage that costs like $50 a game. It's attached to the arena. $5. Not bad. Not bad at all. So, yeah, it's a pretty good deal. I love doing, and Jack Hughes scored a goal. And it was a good goal through a low screen, little toe jiggy, you know. Oh, he's going to be so good. I can't wait. I can't wait. Uh, first Devils Rangers game I think isn't that late into the season here. It's like November. You want to go? Oh yeah, no. If it's October, November, November? that's definitely. I like uh, I like early season. Hockey. So it won't be brick. Yeah, outside. That's one reason. <laughs> Hang out in the car before. Yeah, I don't think we've went to super cold games in the past couple of years. I've been to some brick ass games. Well, yeah, you go to all. The I games. went to the game at Yankee Stadium. It was oh, cold as yeah. hell. It was like 20 degrees. It wasn't that bad, actually. It was good. I had enough layers on. I mean, to this day, I've been to... All right, so I haven't been to a game where it's actively snowing. Um, I have the Army-Navy game in 2013. Oh, really cool. Army-Navy 2013. It was snowing that whole game, and bless my parents. They freaking stuck it out. My mom's a trooper. When we were in Chicago, north side, uh, we saw the Cubs... In April, so folks, April, um, most of the United States knows April as a very lovely month. Uh, most, it could go either way, though. Mostly with rain. Um, also the month I was born in. Uh, so that's why it's an even more special month. Swag. But April, maybe 25th, 26th, let's call it. Holy moly. Watching the Chicago Cubs play the Milwaukee Brewers and a rare night game for like a Tuesday or Wednesday that it was. Um, Cubs 
uh, historically don't play many night games because they were the last team to actually get lights. Didn't it happen in like the 80s they got lights? I believe it was something like that. They That's wild. They didn't get lights in their stadium until That's the 80s. That's wild. Um, and then because of that, they also play in a residential area, if I'm not mistaken. Again, no fact-checking for this show. Um, yeah, North, yeah, North side. They, um, they have like strict rules. And the city of Chicago forces them to play more day games than night games as to not uh, disturb the residents uh, who live in the vicinity. How cool is that? That definitely doesn't matter in the Bronx. But yeah, it was an 8 p.m. <laughs> game, regardless, on a Tuesday. A rare night game for Eight Chicago. on a Tuesday? On a Tuesday. It was probably an ESPN game, I think. Uh, but um, holy shit. Um, I want to say the regular temperature during the day when we were there, it was probably 30, 30, 32 degrees. And then when the game started, maybe it was 26. It was one of those where we knew it was cold, so we went. We found a thrift store and tried to look for like very inexpensive blankets and sweaters and long sleeves. And uh, nothing that we attempted uh, helped at all. We just suffered for a good three hours. Hot chocolate, scully caps. Uh, standing in our seats and shaking. No, Joe Madden in a scully cap. Oh my god! And then fire. And then we're seeing like Chicago n- locals, the Chicago natives walking around. You know, t-shirt. Reg- Not that cold. Regular light, brisk jacket. Oh yeah. Oh, is it a little cold this evening? Yeah, it's a little chilly. Oh, maybe, but I'll, little... maybe I'll maybe br- I'll pick up the zipper a little bit. Uh, <laughs> and I'm like, we're there suffering, and it's like, oh, are, were we just not built for this, or? Got Chicago that different. And now we're getting the opposite extreme of that this oh weekend. I was I was laughing with my my buddy from Florida who I who I visited last weekend. Uh we we went to go see the Yankees uh, in Tampa Bay. And well, St. Petersburg, not in Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay is a body of water. Anyway, mm. we um it, it I was laughing with them. I sent them the forecast on my like on my weather app on my phone. I'm like, look at this shit this weekend. Good old Jersey. This is, mind you, this is the same kid where I said, yeah, it was three degrees in January. Hmm. Three degrees to 99 degrees. Northeast United States, ladies and gentlemen. Well, yeah, we were, uh, I was just, we were both outside like 20 minutes ago. It's, um, it's getting hot out. I was walking the dogs. Uh, mind you, it's after 7 p.m. Right now. Yep. Um, just, you know, walking the dogs. Having a good time uh, in the park, uh, breathing in hot air. Smog. As, as if it were, uh, as if you walked by a, like a dry cleaner and their vents were just, just turning on. And Like, my, like my, my grandmother, my dad's mom, who I never met, Corinne, like she used to say, pea soup. That humidity. That what she it's called like, it. That's what she called it. It's like pea soup. Man, that's how it feels. It's old school. Look at that. Hey, yo. But, uh, but yeah, no, it was just breathing in the hot air. Just felt like standing behind the, it. The air quality off also engine. suffers so bad when it's hot. The air quality really takes a nosedive when it's this hot around here. <laughs> very, very hot. Excuse me. Uh, the dogs don't like it. I don't like it. They tell old people and children to be safe. 
Low, low yeah, when I when I go to Fenway on Sunday, it's definitely a two waters for every beer type of day. Got to stay safe out there. Got to stay hydrated. Is that your ratio? No, nah, normally it's one to one, but I feel like I'm going to be extra this weekend. <laughs> so wait, is it uh, so like six dollar waters and fourteen dollar? No, I'm talking about the bar before the game. OK, all right. Inside the stadium, it's max two beers i don't think i would ever buy water inside the stadium bottled water no no i'm I'm not gonna buy any water inside the stadium i'm just gonna be super hydrated before i go in i look i i'm the guy that looks for water fountains when i enter an arena or stadium and then I, that's my go-to also to be honest i think it is it is it is the liverpool football club that i'll be going to see but i honestly think i'm not gonna be in my seat the whole time because I haven't been to Fenway before, and I kind of want to explore. Yeah, I want to see that ballpark. What do you got? I want to see uh, how old it is. Even though it's going to be different because they'll probably take down the foul poles or whatever. I, I don't know. Oh, no. No? No, they don't take down the foul poles when NYCFC plays. Yeah, They can't. They're freaking bolted in there. They ain't taking them down. NYCFC is such a shit show. Get your own stadium, Man City Light. Are yeah, they, that's right. That's yeah, Man Manchester City Light. They have the same color. Their first season. Yeah, they're literally the same fucking team. It's hilarious. So their first season of existence, the Red Bull fans, Metro Stars, the New York Red Bulls fans greeted them with these awesome shirts. That was literally a spoof on the Miller Light logo, except it said Man City Light. Oh my God. God. That's really cool. And and their first few and like they had it to like one like city retirement home and it was like Frank Lampard and Andrea Pierlo like with walkers and canes like oh my back. And then it's like they they had the Smurf baby in like a little blue thing wearing a little Yankees hat and it said like 20 years late in a stadium short. That was my favorite ever. Oh. Yeah. Pretty, uh, 20 years late in a stadium short. Shots fired. And they still don't have a stadium. This is their fifth season. And I they're like, this is their fifth season. And they don't, not only do they not have a stadium, they don't have plans for a stadium. Uh, I thought they were just like a backup team anyway. It's they are. Thank you. They are a backup team. It's like, oh, the Red Bulls are on the road. Well, here, you can cheer for these guys. Oh, no, they they market them as the New York City team because Red Bull plays out in Jersey. But the, you know, you know what the funny thing is, if you ask an NYCFC fan, oh, what, what, what's your favorite football team? The Giants? Where do they play? Oh my God, they get so mad at that because mm. they know. You know what the funny thing is? Technically, via public transportation and as the crow flies, Red Bull Arena in Harrison, New Jersey, is closer to New York City Hall and the World Trade Center than Yankee Stadium. Mm. See how borders are fake, everyone? Borders are not fake. I mean, they're real, but they're also man-made. They're imaginary. They don't exist. For a purpose. I mean, good. New York could stay over there. Uh, the, um, <laughs> the, the cool thing about uh, teams sharing arenas, though, sometimes, is that you get a lot of cool integration. You get, um, you know, for example... MetLife Stadium, which was Giant Stadium. Uh, now they actually have a team of people that work eight hours for two full days. Uh, so two eight-hour days 
uh, swapping Giants colors to Jets colors and vice versa for home games. And you know what? For all this, I talk a lot of shit about MetLife. It's not a bad venue. It's just very bland. Ooh, so bland and boring. I'm like, yeah, it's by design because it has to be neutral between two teams with very different identities. Totally. Little backstory on that, actually. Please. So doing some Wikipedia reading and, and looking at the citations to make sure it was legit. and fact checking. So actually, that was very much a serious. The reason why MetLife looks the way it does on the outside is a very serious issue for the architects and the designers of the stadium. Because here's the thing. The Giants, original ass uh, original, I don't, I don't remember, 19, I don't remember the year the Giants were founded off the top of my head. Anyway, old-ass team wanted a classic-looking stadium with, like, exposed girders and really, like, retro-looking old-school football, like, monument to football, like awesome. old-time football. The Jets, on the other hand, wanted a sleek, modern, hmm. new. So that's why... Sounds like a conundrum. Well, that's why MetLife. That's why MetLife has that limestone base around the bottom of it, but it has the look of aluminum louvers along most yeah, of it. it looks so like that's sideways, uh, and World that's why the Giants' practice facility right across the Meadowlands looks like. If you ever take a good look at it, it looks kind of like a vintage warehouse the way they yeah, built it. Totally, it looks total like a red warehouse. brick. Tall, like tall, big windows, red brick. The only modern thing on the Giants' relatively new practice facility at the Meadowlands is the big NY on it. Yeah. And honestly, that's why I fucking hate it because oh. every day I have to drive by a big NY <laughs> on my way to work. <laughs> and you know what? If the Giants never took Giants off the helmets, I probably would have grown up a Giants fan. I probably would have. Really? You didn't like it? it? Okay. So here's the thing. You have a team that took the NY off their helmets when they moved to Jersey, and it said Giants. What do they do about 2000? Well, that 2000, was, 2001. That was when I started watching. They take it off, and they put the NY back. Now, on top of that, you have the Jets, the fucking Jets, who have been officially, as of about a year or two ago, they have spent more of their history in New Jersey than in New York. And what do they do just this summer? They unveil these brand new uniforms that say New York oh. plastered across the front in letters. It's like, oh, yeah, New York. Your stadium's in Jersey. Your offices are in Jersey. Your practice fields are in Jersey. All your players live in Jersey. You're not New Jersey. I always, You're not New York, rather. I always, You're New Jersey. And I'm saying, like, at least give us the Jets. New Jersey Jets sounds cool too. New Jersey man. Jets does sound pretty cool. The Jersey Jets, bro. Uh, I that would you know, that like, would make me so much more of a Jets fan. I'd than be I am. a Jets fan, no matter how shitty and inept they are. If they were called the Jersey Jets, I would be a Jersey Jets fan. Man, it just rolls off the tongue so well. It's so good. Jersey Jets. You know what? Imagine if it yeah, NJJ, bro. NJJ sounds stupid, but no, it would look cool on the thing. On the ticker? They'd nah, it'd just be NJ. They would just be called the JJs. Jersey That's Jets. why I love what MSG did now. The only time they add... They, they're hit or miss with the D. <laughs> it's funny. Double entendre means several things. Uh, <laughs> hey, yo. Uh, so, like, when they're playing the Rangers or the Islanders, it'll say NJD in the scoreboard in the upper left of the screen. But when they're playing anybody else, it just says NJ. And I'm like, there uh -huh. you go. There you go. That's how it should be. Not bad. Well, 
the state of New Jersey, the great state of New Jersey, has four major league franchises, and only one of them matters. And I say that as a Red Bull fan. Who are the other three? Yeah, exactly. They're all New York, apparently. Oh, you meant it like... Yeah, we uh, do. I thought you were talking about like semi-pro teams like the Newark Bears. Oh, no, major league franchises. New Jersey has four major league franchises, period. You know why? Because not only do they play here, their offices are here, and they practice here. Everything about... The only... Who's t- the fourth? Who's the fourth? The Red Bulls. Oh, fuck. The only what are we talking about? Yeah, that's right. The only time, and here's my thing: the only time the New York Football Giants ever step foot in New York is when they're having a parade down the canyon. Mm-hmm. That's the only time. Yeah, you're not wrong. And then everybody from from fucking Brooklyn acts like they're the they they're the biggest Giants fans. Actually, I feel like Brooklyn's probably a lot of Jets fans. Because um, I know Rangers slash Jets Mets fans from I, Brooklyn. I don't know the. Uh, dissemination. I feel like the will. classic divide tends be to be right Yankees, Giants, Jets, Mets, and then also Bronx. You're a Yankee fan. Brooklyn, you're a Mets fan. Queens, you're a Mets. Staten Island, you're a Yankees. Uh, Manhattan, you're a Yankees fan. I'll give the. You know what I feel like the thing with the Mets is this. Okay, Long Island is Mets. The city itself is probably 55-45 Mets. Yankees. No, the city uh, itself might be slightly more Mets. You're talking about. I, uh, I th- there's a lot of I think that, Mets attire in the island of Manhattan. That's because it's all tourists. Unle- well, exactly. So, so I'm kind of counting them too. No, you're not. Mm. Half of Yankee Stadium well, on any given days from friggin' New Jersey and Connecticut. Well, who lives in Manhattan? I think the wealthy well, people. The well-off live in Manhattan. Yeah. So don't you think they the would premium brand for yeah the, the premium brand with the history and the titles and the. It, I mean that makes sense. The mystique. Me. Well, no, well, you know well, it's me. a cla- Mets fans come from the city. Yankees fans come from the suburbs in terms of locals. Yeah, like locals, locals. Like if you go to Westchester, that's all Yankees. Well, no, but but Long Island is mostly Mets fans, and that's Long Island is a giant suburb. No, it's Jets out there, bro. Because Shea I said, Stadium. I said, I said Mets. Mets, Jets, because Shea Stadium. Yeah, yeah, that's what I said. No, you said Giants. Did I say that? You said Giants. Oh, whatever. Know. You know what I meant. <laughs> we could pontificate all day about the divide. There is no geographical divide among our teams around here. There isn't. People root for... Well, that's why I think uh, a lot of people think New York is so unique because we have so many teams to root for. And, and they all have fan number. bases. No, I don't like it. I would much rather be a city with one team, with all the people behind that one team. And, man, that... Well, good thing the Devils play in Jersey and not New York, then. Well, yeah, I mean, I'm not a Devils fan, though. But And where are you from again? You know. Yeah, well, it's right. funny how we have multiple teams and you don't like having multiple teams. Well, maybe but you root for the wrong one. But that is probably a side effect of having multiple teams. Too many teams to choose for. I'll give you this. You technically live closer to MSG than Prudential Center. Five minutes from MSG. <laughs> five five minutes, minutes if every other human being and car and vehicle just vanished. Then it's five minutes. Yeah. Realistically, it's 35. No. Yeah, it is. 
It's right there. I could actually see it. I can't, you can see the, I, the, I can't, the I can't office. see Prudential. Whereas for me, where I live, the devils are way easier to get to than the Rangers. You, you, live, it, you live in the thicket of New Jersey Devils fandom country. Suburbs, bro. The suburbs of New Jersey. Just freaking lawns and garages. Yeah. Correct. And unlimited on-street parking with no rules. And a lot of diners. Love big, living out there. Big fan of diners over here. I think breakfast should be a. We should go to TikTok, bro. Uh, TikTok is uh, all right there. Yeah, I'm down. Re- we go. You ever been to Rut Hut? No, I haven't. You never been to Rut Hut? You like hot dogs, right, bro? Come on, Come on let's man. go get some fucking hot Kidding dogs me. at Rut Hut. Let's do it. Three dollar bottles of beer. It's not bad. Whoa. For for a yeah for a restaurant for an establishment. Not bad. Three dollar bottles of Budweiser with. Okay, so what you get there, you get the, they have this relish. Mm. That's what, they make it there. It's like this light green. It's like the color of those light green chili peppers. But Rut's Hut, is this near it's Ridgewood? Up, no, it's in Clifton, okay. right by Route 3 and 21 in Clifton. So when we, we shot, a, me and a sister of the show shot a music video uh, in Ridgewood, and a buddy that we were shooting with took a break and went to like a really famous hot dog place in that area. Uh, they have their own. They have their own recipe. It might have been. They deep fry the hot dogs. It might have been hot grill, maybe or goffle grill. One of those sounds very familiar. How was it like by Ridgewood, but still like a ten minute drive? Maybe a ten minute drive. Yeah. Okay, that might have been goffle grill in Hawthorne. Might have been. I I don't. I live by goffle grill, and I never been there. Well, anyway, when he brought back these chili cheese dogs, oh. holy moly. Oh man, they're fire! Yo, the deep fried hot dogs. I never thought that that would it. it they snapped, man. Eat at your own risk, you, you but took, it's worth it. You took that bite, and it was like a whiplash. That's how. Uh, that's how tasty it was. I know what you mean. Like, oh my god, one of those. Yeah, as as <laughs> it was one of those. Why does this exist? And I didn't know about it. I think I had like three of them. Oh, <laughs> that's how you do it. Well, um, yeah, I could actually probably go for one right now. I gotta, yeah, we're, we're, I'm gonna be heading on the road in a little bit, so I gotta figure out what I'm gonna eat. Yeah, you're leaving like, eh, in a little while. I'm leaving Sunday morning. You know what's weird? I have, I'm not leaving the AC tomorrow. <laughs> it's not happening. So you're leaving tomorrow, Sunday. When See. do you, when do you come back? Monday? Yeah, Monday morning. I'm driving back. I'm only staying for a night. Not bad. And I'm literally just gonna wake up and come home. The only reason we got the hotel, I'm not coming back after that. No, you shouldn't. No. I made a trip to Raynham once. I was going to come back the same day, and I thought, no. Definitely not a good idea. It is fun uh, taking the drive, but I can't do that drive more than once in a day. It's three, three and a half hours, assuming there's no traffic and everybody's staying inside out of the heat. Yeah. I, that's what I'm banking on. Honestly, when I saw the forecast, I'm like, oh, the game's going to be hot as hell, but I feel like there's going to be no cars on the road. Yeah, it's cool. Everybody's going to be hiding inside. Because when you drive in Jersey, there's only two directions. One direction is towards the shore, and the other direction is towards the city. So it's funny because you can tell where the traffic's going to be. Uh, me driving to Massachusetts is a crapshoot because I'm going to be driving towards... I'm going to be driving north, but I feel like north could also be other people's, other states. Do you take the areas. parkway to the thruway to the Tappan Zee? No. You, do you take the George? I take the 
George Washington. Dude, that's wild. Take the Tappan Z. Why? I guess it's kind of out of the way for you. I mean, from my house, I would only take the Tappan Z. I'm not going to bother. Well, you live very far north. Yeah, very. I mean. George Washington is a 10-minute ride for me. But you take River Road up there? Uh, I took 95 the first couple times, and I took River Road last time. I feel it's identical. It re- yeah, because River Road is lights. and it, it, Yeah, River Road is lights. And the Turnpike is just turnpike the Turnpike. Is just out of the way. Yeah. Yo, when you look at it on the map, why does it make that huge roundabout around like the Oh, marshlands? that's a great. You know why? Oh, so you're talking about above Route 80 when it does that like giant yeah, U and comes that, back. Yeah. That's because the highway has to climb up the Palisades. Oh. That's exactly why. It has to climb up. That was like the only way they could do it, I guess. Because that's a steep, because the Palisades cliffs are kind of a range. They do drop down on the other side. Oh, yeah. A lot of people about Jersey don't know that, that the Palisades are almost like a mini mountain range the way they are. So, yeah, pretty much like that's why 495 is in a cut. And there's like the stone walls on both sides because they literally dug 495. Interesting. To cut through the Palisades, the Lincoln Tunnel. That's so cool. That's why 139 from Tunnel Circle to the Holland Tunnel is like under. That's exactly why. What do you know? That's why the tunnel and the NJ Transit Tunnel, which is falling apart, but that's another episode. (laughs) The the tunnel from Seacaucus Junction, that's why it goes under at Tunnelly Avenue. And it's under all the way to Penn Station. Yeah. It doesn't just go under the river. It goes under Union City. Yeah. It's... Yeah, it's it's out there. Interesting. Yeah, dude, the Palisades are a very significant geological feature that we take for granted just because everything on top of the Palisades is developed now. Yeah. Um, I mean, right behind Hoboken. That's the Palisades. It's right, yeah. Literally the road up to Jersey City and Union City. Cuts right through town. And that's why there's only like seven roads in the Hoboken. Yeah, seven. There's literally only seven streets in and out of this town of 50,000 people, and everybody who moves here thinks they need to, need to keep their car. And most people, I feel like you take your car a lot. That's an issue. I don't know why everybody keeps a car in this town, though, because I feel like everybody has one, even though they don't use it every day. Well, I can see the perspective of, Using your car for work or whatever it be. You literally can't go shopping without a car. <laughs> I mean, but you could, uh, if you live in town and you can, you have a lot of uh, public transportation, you have now, um, I was just going to say the scooters and the bikes, but no, you can't take them out of town, actually. So negative for that. But, um, but yeah, I guess this town is a, pretty one transport town you either take the train the bus you can take the ferry like i do now and um yeah tunnel one there's two tunnels on either end of town and um it's a nightmare this is like in the worst traffic nightmare in new jersey but when you're in town you don't see the traffic it's only really on the perimeter of town true well, that's because it's a bunch of cars converging on only a few streets to get in and out. And then when they're back in Hoboken, they kind of separate and go their separate ways up their various side streets. Yeah, when you really think about it, there really is only four roads in it. At a time. Not, I counted. I think even. it's seven. Well, I count like the when you go into Weehawken, I know there's two streets, 
really was like one way. You're either going towards the Lincoln Tunnel or towards 495 to go in. Yeah, and then I was gonna say on the other side, it's really towards uh one and nine or or 78 or whatnot. Well, the viaduct. Oh yeah, the viaduct. I didn't even think of that because <laughs> it doesn't seem like it's just there. The yeah. viaduct, man. We live in a one-horse town. Your town What's um? Oh, so I was just looking up. Um, I got the horses in the bag. A, a place. Uh, speaking I don't know of horses. Uh, Upper Saddle River is right near you, right? It's like literally on the other side of seventeen. Yeah, it's where I drive through when I want to pretend I live in a much more upscale <laughs> area than I do. <laughs> I was looking. I at drive a, through Upper Saddle River. We go to Wegmans. It's like, oh, this is sweet. My God, I live here. No, I don't. Um, <laughs> yeah, I was looking at a uh, a place there in Upper Saddle River, and I was like, wow, this is this is right there. It's kind of nice. There's a lot of old money there. I um old money. Upper Saddle River's old money. Saddle River's new money. Uh, that's what the difference is. Okay. Upper Saddle River is like, man. <sighs> Upper Saddle River is old money, man. Those are the people who have been rich. And then Saddle River is like stockbrokers. <laughs> <laughs> the um, I've been driving a lot in Jersey recently, visiting some friends. I have friends near Kenilworth. That's the opposite way. Yeah, that's out twenty two. That's south of that's, us. That's, that's south of us. Yeah. And then even yesterday, I went even more south. I went to like the Howell area, Jackson. Ooh, that's yeah. a little. It's like an hour. Yeah. Not that close. Visiting some peeps, hanging out. Not a bad trip. Look at the Sopranos. Like everything in Jersey is at least forty minutes away, no matter how close it is. Yeah. That's the way it is. It's just the reality of. And no matter, Old highways in the most densely populated state. And no matter how far it is, you'll just uh, drive past the speed limit to get there in 45 minutes. Yeah. Yeah, we all... Well, everybody in Jersey speeds. I know. The speed limits are a friendly suggestion to not die. Speaking of speed limits, um, obviously, you know the uh, Pepper, the Jeep Wrangler that I own. Um, uh, you know, probably needs new tires. Probably needs a few other things that, as we went over one of the episodes... Um, are you getting that done? Probably. I uh, we I took it to Rainham, as you know. I took three different cars to Rainham. Wait, the Wrangler made it up there and back, flying colors. The Wrangler made it up and back. Oh, that thing just refuses to ha have issues, let alone die. Yo, uh, <laughs> <It's so laughs> gas mileage was amazing. First of all, yeah, because you were cruising. Yeah, the mm. gas the gas mileage was just as good as I'd say my dad's Patriot. Um. Also by Jeep. Uh, and I'm taking the Patriot tonight. I don't feel like taking that. You're going to get really good gas mileage on, <laughs> well, yes. on the highway in the Patriot? Well, the thing about taking the um, the Wrangler was uh, because the tires are messed up, there's no balance or whatnot, I have to drive 50, 55 max. After 55 miles per hour, it's like, oh. When you gave me a ride home that one night, I definitely felt that vibrating. Yeah. Under the passenger side floorboards. And in my head, I'm like, uh, Crispy. Hmm. This, uh, it's fine, but it's not. <laughs> well, check this out. And you also know that my odometer is messed up. So when you're actually driving. Speedometer. Speed, oh, yeah, there you go. My speedometer is messed up. 
when you're actually driving 50 to 55, the speedometer says like 40. <laughs> so wait. <laughs> the whole I think it's worse for it to say you're going faster than you are. It's so annoying looking down. Well, A, I'm driving 50 miles per hour for a 4-hour drive. That so, adds up to so, extra so time. So everybody around me is driving like 75. So not only am I watching every single car go around me and shoot past me, like I'm I'm also looking down at the odometer and seeing a uh, uh, speedometer, and I'm seeing forty degree forty miles per hour. So you're doing forty on ninety five or nine whatever. Yeah, ninety five the whole way. Oh my god! It's like ah, uh, well, I'll get there eventually. <laughs> yeah, the dogs came with me twice already. What? Yeah. Aww. They had it. Bambi that. loved it probably. Oh my god, Bambi loved it. Shay hated it. Maybe. No, she didn't. Nah. Well, I mean, she loves it there. The ride itself, uh, Bambi was more antsy than Shay. Oh, Shay, Shay laid down the whole time. Bambi would get up and start looking out the windows. Where am I? Bambi loves car rides. That's like her favorite thing. Oh yeah, car rides are great. Bobby loves car rides. Bambi gets the whole back seat to herself. Um, when she's in my car, uh, Shay gets the front because she's older. They both have seatbelts. Whenever we drive another vehicle where, like, the backseat can, like, fold down to, like, make a huge area, uh, they, they both get the back. Not bad. I have a lot of, I have, like, three blankets, three dog beds, hmm. a pillow, like, everything back there. Can't wait to cruise up there this on Sunday. I'm so hyped for Sunday morning. We got a Subaru. It's going to be fun. Is it your, you're driving your car? Yeah, I'm going to take my car. Nice. Okay. My, put, my, finally putting miles on it. I've been putting my, I put miles on it every day. Put 50 miles on it a day, Crispy. Well, stop it. <laughs> have you, have you, <laughs> casual reminder. Where's the farthest that you've driven it? Uh, cause I don't think you took West it. Virginia. I drove it to okay. West Virginia. West Virginia. I drove it to West Virginia University to hang I, out with some friends there. I was going to say, cause I don't think you took it to Montreal. No, I took my mom's car you to Montreal. Your mom's car to Montreal. Yeah. Um, West Virginia, okay. What was that a straight drive? Did you stop? I stopped once in Pennsylvania at Sheets next to a farm. Sheets. Okay. First of all, I didn't know what a Sheets was until what? last summer. Sheets is good. Somebody had to yell at me when I said I enjoyed Wawa and they were like, You never been to Sheets? And I'm like, I'm so sorry. No. I'm from Jersey. We don't have those here. But yeah, apparently that's the thing when you're past Delaware, I think, or no Pennsylvania. Most of all, of yeah, Pen damn near all of Pennsylvania. Okay, not bad. Why well, was funny because it's headquartered in Pennsylvania, but there's actually more locations in New Jersey. So oh. it's become Wawa's definitely as much of a Jersey institution as it is a Pennsylvania institution. Well, we were at a Wawa last night getting gas, and I really had a second thought about like, I run in and get a sandwich real quick. Wawa gas is affordable too. Yeah. It is like the cheapest gas. Some of the cheapest gas. Man, I want I go to the one in Lodi. Wow, wow. No. I love the one in Lodi is my spot. I go there a lot, at least three times a month. Whether it be to get gas or get something to eat. Wow, that's good. I like a good road establishment. Road establishments are necessary, especially when you build your whole country around the automobile. 
yeah, like how every every uh, service area along 95 includes a Starbucks, a Dunkin' Donuts, a McDonald's, and like a Wendy's or something. Or Roy Rogers. Roy Rogers. <laughs> That's the only place. Jeez. Now, up in the north, that's the only place you find Roy Rogers. I'm sure they're everywhere elsewhere in the country. But yeah, now honestly, I think um, I think we're just going to drive it straight. Yeah, what is it? Like five hours? Three and a half. Where I'm going, it should be under four. Wait a minute. Where you're going is three and a half. Where I'm going is like four. Because I'm not taking 95. Oh, you're going. I'm taking 287. You're cutting across. To the Merritt part. I'm going through Connecticut, you're, bro. You're crossing diagonally. Connecticut, Connecticut. yeah. I'm, I'm going the underside. Okay. Yeah, so I'm going to take the Merritt Parkway like into Hartford area. Connecticut 15, whatever it is. Up to like, nah, I don't know what it is. Like I think I'm going to come into Boston on like 90. Fuck, what road is it? I think it's 91? I think it, I don't know. I think it's 91. I have to look. Honestly, I'm just going to turn on Waze yeah. and go from there. But it's really only like five roads. It'll be easy. I'll figure it out. Yeah, totally. I'll figure it out. Be I mean, I think, I, I think I've been to Raynham enough where I, I don't need the GPS until like the last half hour. I just, I just need to remember. Get on 95 and go. Well, well. I cut through some of the, like, I, I go through the Cross County Parkway and the Hutchinson Parkway. Okay. But those are for a very short amount of times just to cut across some of the traffic uh, right after the GWB. GWB. Um, Cross County. I've never been on that. Uh, it's like four miles of the trip. <laughs> so it's not a lot. But um, I like memes, though. I'm going to get some after this. Yeah, well, I mean, I can't wait to scroll through my phone and waste my battery. Right now. <laughs> I used 40% battery on this flight looking at memes because yeah. I have free Wi-Fi. That's why I charge them. Yo, JetBlue is fire. Jet, I, JetBlue. Yeah, we went over that last take, time. We did? <laughs> we, take we, a pal. We talked about the... Uh, this is my first time on since I took the flight. The Mosaic membership that Craig has. Yeah, JetBlue is my... Listen. Wi-Fi in 2019 should just be free on planes united boingo fucking united i swear to god you th th i'm surprised they don't charge you for oxygen like okay if you hit crazy turbulence and the masks dropped on united they would charge you for that um united would charge you for that well um, and and people talk shit about spirit and frontier at least when you go on it you know what you're getting with spirit and frontier literally nothing you're getting a seat and maybe a seatbelt. United? No, they make it sound like they're posh and shit. No, United is... Ugh. It's all right, man. It's all right. I get heated about this. Yeah. Yep. United flies... Then they're like your only option. Hey, as long as you get to your destination, that's fine. Safely. Safely. I swear on my approach in the Newark, we did this crazy thing when I was coming back. <laughs> Have you ever been on a plane where you're descending? You're descending. You're like in the descent. It's like, okay, we're getting closer to Earth. But then the pilot needs to give it thrust while you're descending. Yeah. That's Total cool. weightlessness. And I'm like, <laughs> I, okay, so I'm sitting. All right, so it, it, it was an A320, so it was a standard three and three with one aisle. And I'm the only one not in this young family coming back from Disney World in my row on the window seat. So I'm on the side with the parents like, oh, thank God. They put their three kids together on one side, and I'm like up against the window like, oh, how you doing? Thank you. <laughs> 
And I could tell mom and dad were experienced. They were like young, like early, late 30s, early 40s, like younger parents and all their kids were like their oldest kid was like 10. And I could tell they were really experienced frequent flyers because we were hitting some turbulence at altitude on the way back where I was like, oh, fuck, I hate flying. This is why I hate flying. Yeah. But they were chill. Mom and dad are like, ah, oh, whatever. When the pilot had to give that shit thrust on our descent, because I guess he started descending a little bit too early, so he had to correct a little bit. Mom, like, saw Jesus for a second, <laughs> and she just started laughing. She did, like, one of those, like, and she just looked at me, like, laughing, like, across her husband in the middle seat. And I'm like, and I just look at her like, uh, like, and here's how I knew it was legit, because mom was scared but dad just looked pissed. <laughs> oh my god, he looks so he looks so pissed off. The poor guy. Oh, the glare of like, why did the pilot have to do? Like, I got the sensation that dad was like an Air Force pilot or something. Like the sheer look of yo, what the fuck on his face? Like you didn't need to do that, jerk. It was so, and the and everybody was talking about it while we were getting off the plane on the tarmac. That's insane. Oh God, I, I would say I've been on maybe thirty plane rides in my life, almost thirty, like individual plane rides, round trips, connections, everything. That was the single scariest moment I've ever had on a plane. Wow. Because it was just the total sensation of weightlessness. And when he gave it thrust, he gave it thrust. Like the engines were up. I was like, oh, shit, why do we need to do this panic-ass takeoff in midair right now? Yeah. Did we, like, avoid a bird strike or something? Or did we, like, avoid a, another plane? What was that? So I saw Jesus for a second. I ain't even religious. I just, I'm like, oh, oh. My heart was in my throat. And I, well... I did go to the bathroom immediately after getting <laughs> off that plane. Wait, in your, <laughs> in your seat? Or? No. Okay. No, I did have to go to the bathroom. There's a joke about checking yourself. After. <laughs> I did check myself. Jeremy Clarkson on top. Oh, no. Poo's coming out. It was one of those moments of genuine like, yo, is this my... My life didn't quite flash before my eyes, but... I had at least two straight seconds of sheer panic. That was crazy. Flying is crazy. It's what a wondrous thing it is. The precariousness of just floating on the air at 35,000 feet. <laughs> and it's usually very safe and very pleasant. Your drive to and from the airport's a lot more dangerous than your flight. Mathematically. Yeah. Well, vehicles are uh, pretty dangerous. Yeah, no, that's just nobody knows how to operate them. Vehicles themselves aren't dangerous. It's not the vehicle, it's the person driving. The and vehicle. in Jersey, that just happens to be 40% of everybody on the road. Oh my God. But that's every state. That's the whole country, especially Florida. Oh, Florida. Speaking of Florida. Florida. I saw a cool movie that, um, actually, one of the first movies I saw on opening night in a while, even though there wasn't that many people in the theaters. A uh, movie called Crawl just came out. Uh, I saw the trailer. You saw it? I did see oh, it. Oh, no. Went on a date and saw it. So cool. Lit. Oh, she into it? Yeah, she was. 
Yo, that actually scared me. So what were they? Are they like giant like night crawlers? Well, no. So it's not. Um, it's not like. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure it's fictional, but I'm sure it's still based on things that actually happen in Florida. Uh, but it's not supernatural. So it's not like aliens. It's not monsters. It's legit. There's. Um, it's it's so it's part of a new genre coming out in movies called. Uh, global warming suspense or something like that I, I i i heard climate, about that cl- with this climate movie. change suspense or something it's like, like that. what can fuck what the ecosystem could do to fuck us up if climate change gets out of control so yeah there were which it already is by the way uh yeah you know um <laughs> so it was like major hurricane which happens in florida all the time but this one specifically was different and um a girl was trying to get in touch with her dad to make sure that he was safe Turns out he was not home. He went to go visit their old home growing up. And she was just like, I'm sure he's there. And then she went and then she finds him in the crawl space. That's why it's called crawl. And uh, oh. yeah, and then they, uh, the movie just continues with them getting attacked by giant freaking alligators. So they're alligators. They're alligators. The, uh, in the trailer, it's kind of ambiguous. Like, what was that? Was that like a giant night crawler? So that's what I. So the trailer absolutely makes it look like it's a suspenseful thriller, uh, supernatural style. Uh, but no, it was just anim- uh, reptiles, not humanized reptiles or anything. That's a deceiving ass trailer. Uh, but it was still good. They, they it was a very very good movie. It wasn't just a B slasher film. It was a good movie. It was very well done. I enjoyed it. This slasher film's too broad a term. But you're getting eaten alive by giant, that's a hundred something teeth animals. I mean, that's pretty close to a slasher. Uh, the movie got pretty gruesome at points. Um, I saw, you know, when a movie's rated R for only two things, that's probably a pretty gruesome movie. <laughs> oh my god, it was rated R, so I like, I'm, I'm like language and gro- bloody violence. Yeah, I'm like, thinking oh. back. There was no sexual content. There was, mm. I didn't even hear any language that was bad. Holy crap. They just said, like, shit. Maybe. If that. Just but, rated R for really gruesome animal violence. Yeah, I'd say it was definitely safe for kids that um, don't... Get scared easily. Yeah. Don't take a five-year-old. You could take a ten-year-old, though, probably. I mean, I don't have kids, so I don't know yeah. at what ages they get scared. Uh, totally fine for a 14-year-old or 15-year-old. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. Whatever. Kids, I don't, kids I watch. Don't like I mean, movies I was, designed I was just watching Child's Play and like all these movies as a like six, seven year old. So I have no gauge of when children should be watching movies. Yeah. But whatever. I remember being a kid and there was like this one like weird girl. We were like 12 years old. And we were talking like about movies, like oh, because this is conversations you have in middle school. Oh, what movies do your parents let you watch? Mm-hmm. And she was so proud of the fact, like oh, my parents let me watch sexual content. I'm like, whoa, how old are you? How old are we? How many kids does she have? I don't know, like mm-hmm. two or three, probably. Like you're great. Your parents sound great. Even at 12 years old, I'm like, uh, that's icky, bro. <laughs> That's what, what I'm sure we'll get there eventually. You ever see pork chop sandwiches? The G.I. Joe? Uh, that was the reaction I had. Like the first time. You don't know pork chop sandwiches. 
Oh shit! Get the fuck out, you stupid! I really don't. You never heard of pork chop sandwiches? No. Pork chop sandwiches overdub? G.I. Joe? Cartoon? The kids started burning down the house? Hey there, cooking! Gotta get those dank memes, Crispy. Dank memes. Kind of annoyed at stupid Area 51 memes already. <laughs> Been annoying for quite a long time already. Yo, get this. Aliens do exist. They're just not at Area 51. Get this. Our planet is fucking small compared to the realms of the galaxy. I don't think the human mind is still capable of truly grasping just how fucking immense how stupid the world is so you've seen carl sagan's blue dot right like the blue dot and then listen to carl sagan like wax poetic about the pale blue dot photo um well no so i've i've watched carl sagan before but i haven't seen the specific blue dot one but when he he talks about like the blue dot photo it's just like yeah no it's like every literally every ruler every conqueror every peasant every we've all lived and died on that insignificant little speck all our wars all our happiness all our stuff i don't know i'm paraphrasing like crazy but you ever heard of the great filter no so it's a concept um this is probably not going to get on the podcast because i'm going to say it wrong um but there's either one of two scenarios that are going on right now. Um, we have either have gotten so far in in humanity and in thought processing and in, in structural engineering, we've gotten so far that we are so far ahead of the closest being behind us, um, which is a scary thought. Um, or we have not even come anywhere close to what the beings out there can do. And they're so far more advanced than us that we can't even fathom where they are. So that's the great filter. That's cra- That kind of, t- that's why, like, if, if, first of all, if we're found first, we better fucking hope they're friendly. Because if they found us first, just by default, they are way more advanced than we are. Because we we can't get we've only gotten humans as far as the moon. I'm gonna I'm gonna give you a little hot take here. Okay. I don't think any being will find any other being in this universe of ours. You think it's just so massive that the odds are way too low that in our so I actually did start doing some research. I, I mean, oh. astronomy is one of you know growing up. Besides dinosaurs, astronomy, planets, galaxies, one of my favorite things, subjects. Um, Obviously, artist representations have taken over what our thoughts are of the solar system and the galaxy and the universe as a whole. To to a point, I mean, there we have telescope images that sure sure validate. And yeah, 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 definitely. And you know, we've represented other parts that telescopes haven't seen or whatnot, but. Um, you can only a picture only says so much, but realistically, uh, the actual physical number of how far away one being is 
to another. Uh, for example, just the asteroid belt, not the asteroid belt between Mars and Jupiter. Uh, we'll talk about that later. But the asteroid, the Kuiper belt. Kuiper belt? The Kuiper, yeah, something like that. Close. The, the I knew we were getting it. I was going to call it the Kepler belt because I was thinking about <laughs> Max Kepler on the, the fucking the, Cleveland Indians. The Kuiper belt uh, <laughs> that is uh, at the outskirts of our small eight slash nine planets. Um, hot take, hot take. It's not a planet. Sorry. Continue. I'm sorry. I'm a jerk. But eight slash nine, I had to. Me and Matthew are going to have a, a fist fight after this. Yeah, we're really um, going <laughs> to argue about that one. <laughs> oh, no. Wait. So uh, you, <laughs> did you know that two asteroids, there's like a one in 100,000 million chance that two asteroids even touch each other out there, let alone can even see each other? Aren't physics stupid? So motherfucking stupid. Aren't physics just what? How? I I got a C in physics in college because I, physics. I can't tell you what I got. <laughs> but holy shit, if you're telling me it would take hundreds of thousands of centuries until one asteroid rock touches another asteroid rock out there, when are we ever going to see another fucking being? When? Tell me when that happens. You're, I, I don't play after video. time reboots itself like six times after we die four times and go through two black holes. Well, I think only the universe only has one cycle. But it's infinite, isn't it? Oh, there's wow. An, I don't an ending to all of this. You know what, guys? You I, think we're contracting or expanding still? I think we're still expanding. Well, we're still expanding, but there is a time limit. Um, there's man, a wall. Man, I really want to get into a lot more dimensions. Be, but check this out. We'll continue this next episode because guys dimensions we got to get out of here rick and morty dimensions don't make sense ah uh, infinite timelines infinite possibilities so matt you think that wraps us up for today i think that's pretty good matt tell us where the people can find us follow me at defazio nj on instagram and twitter screaming about stuff yeah there you go you can find me at crispy does it all on instagram twitter facebook snapchat uh venmo as well crispy does hey, it all. hey if you want to cash it. donations just in case you want <laughs> to and i'm at defazio nj on venmo too there you go let's 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 fucking roll with it make us rich let's go socialism there you go anyway what <laughs> <laughs> thank you everyone until next time <laughs>